This is episode number 254, and today we'll discuss how to love God through confrontation. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. Hello, how's it going this month? We are on a journey to discover your soul's path to God. Not my soul's, not somebody else's soul's, your soul. Your soul's path to God. And we're doing that by basically doing a book club, a mini book club here on the podcast of Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. And so today we're going to discuss how to connect with God by engaging in activism. Now, this doesn't mean that you just go around punching people in the face and that brings you closer to God. Well, it might make you feel a little bit better if you don't like that person in the moment, not what we're talking about. But if you are an activist, if you're someone that wants to be out doing things, being the change you want to see, then you're going to feel right at home standing up to societal and cultural norms to fight for what you know to be right. And there are actually a lot of activists in the Bible. You think about Moses, who went back to the most powerful man in the world at that time, Pharaoh, and said, you need to let my people go. This is not right. How you're treating them is not right. Even think about Elijah standing up to all the prophets of Baal and Asherah and and challenging them to and the rest of the people to come back to God. Even Elisha, after Elijah, and Habakkuk, they were all willing to be the voice of God even when when they were talking about wasn't welcome or popular. You know, one thing I always think about is is uh, in the book of Amos, Amos is called to go and preach to the other group of Israelites. There was a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. And when he goes to uh, preach the word, to prophesy, and to share what God has taught him, the the leaders of that group were like, you, you needed to go back to where you came from. This is not welcome here. You were, you were not welcome here. Um, so activists are a huge part of the Bible narrative. They're a huge, they, they play an essential role in helping move God's people back to him. And activists in general call us higher and love to engage in spiritual warfare. You know, if you're an activist, then you tend to develop really intensely strong convictions that can then serve as examples for the rest of us to follow. You know, activists play a really important role in the church, but it's not just limited to within the church. It's not just limited to uh, spiritual matters. You know, you may seek to influence your world through political and social movements as well to confront error and evil. Now, due to, uh, if you're an activist, due to your confrontational style or the fact that you love, uh, you know, speaking your convictions, regardless of what anybody thinks of you, <laughs> um, if you identify as an activist, you must stay heavily rooted in prayer. That is where you're able to make sure that what you're doing is in line with God's will and what he wants you to do rather than, you know, just beating your own drum and and trying to get everybody to line up behind you. And there's a couple of specific kinds of prayer that Gary talks about in his book that I think are great pictures, great images, great things to think about uh, for all of us, but especially if you tend to lean into this kind of activist, confrontational style of connecting with God. The first one he talks about is walking prayer. And this is one that I 
uh, learned about when I was in college, probably my freshman or sophomore year. And a really great example of this would be the story of Jericho, right? Where God commands the Israelites to walk around the city of Jericho for six days, right? And, and really symbolizing that God is going to give them this victory. And then on the seventh day, they walk around it seven times and then the walls fall, right? That's a story we're all familiar with. And so taking that idea, taking that metaphor and walking around your neighborhood, walking around your school, walking around your business, walking around a group of people or a place that you want to bring to God. You want to serve them. You want to call them to grow closer to God. You want to confront evil. You want to confront uh, things that you know need to change. And that symbolic prayer of walking around something or walking through something with that mindset of, God, I'm asking you to tear down these walls. I'm asking you to open up opportunities for me to speak to people. That's a really great way to stay rooted in prayer while you're also going about seeking to make the change that you know needs to happen. The other kind of prayer is intercession prayer. So that's where you're praying on others' behalf. Now, this one might be something that you're more familiar with, praying for other people and other people's needs. But if you tend to be confrontational, if you tend to be an activist, then this is something you really want to make sure that you dial in because activism can be very self-focused. It's about me and what I'm doing to make a difference. But if you can deliberately and intentionally carve out space in your prayer life to pray for others, that will help you stay grounded in the reason why you were doing it, the reason you were trying to make this change. It's not just for you. It's not just for your benefit. It's for the benefit of others as well. Now, activism does play a huge role in moving the church forward and calling us to repentance and calling us out of sin. But if you love this aspect of your relationship with God, there are some definitely some pitfalls you need to watch out for, some things that can trip you up and sabotage your best laid efforts. Number one is becoming judgmental, right? Hatred of sin and evil can very easily become disdain for those who do not share your convictions. And I've seen this play out on Facebook several times where someone who I can definitely see from afar is kind of that activist personality, always pushing the boundaries, always calling people out. And it reaches a point where they start to ostracize or separate themselves from their brothers and sisters that don't necessarily share their convictions, share their perspective, or maybe they do share their perspective, but not at the depth that they do. And so you just want to be really careful that you don't become judgmental of Christians that either don't worship God or connect to God in the same way, or just do not share your particular convictions about something um, that's not fundamental as a Christian. Uh, the second thing you want to be careful of is preoccupation with activity, right? That you become engaged in activist causes at the expense of your relationship with God and others that kind of you define your Christianity, you define your faith in terms of the things that you're doing. And that could be a really dangerous place to be because then when you stopped doing, when you stop acting and you stop, you know, trying to make the changes that you were hoping to see, then you don't really have anything to go with. You don't have anything to, to fall back on because your relationship with God is fundamentally flawed in that way. It's, it's built on top of what you're doing instead of who you are. And then the third thing that you just want to watch out for is the lack of emphasis on personal sanctity or personal holiness, right? It's easy to excuse away your own shortcomings when you see your activism as a replacement for personal holiness, right? I don't have time. 
I don't have time to take the plank out of my own eye. I have to focus on removing the speck from my brothers. You don't want to be in that place. But if you identify as an activist that resonates with you and you want to learn more about how to connect to God through that, make sure that you pick up Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. On the next episode, we're going to dive into the sixth strategy, which is connecting to God by loving others. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and join the podcast Facebook group if you haven't yet to connect with me and the rest of the podcast squad. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast ad free. And if this show has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.